What is going on, fellas? It is the Loose Ledge, Adam Brooks, the MCW World Champion, and you are listening to Wrestling With Atheism. Welcome to a very special impromptu episode of Wrestling with Atheism. Yay, that's uh, oh, yeah. Yay, it's uh, it's about two in the afternoon where I am. Josh, what time is it where you are? It is twelve oh six, just past midnight. Oh, midnight and a.m. And we have a very special guest. Special guest. Would you like to briefly introduce yourself? Hello, it's five past five in the morning here, and you know, you should all you know be more British around these parts. But I am I'd rather not be BBJ Rose, and yeah, if you listen to other products from you know Damien, you will know who I am. Yes, I am um, that, that sodding palm on. Let's save the governor general. Let's save the governor general. Uh, atheist, experience, atheist experience co host on one or two occasions. I think you're also um, the phone, you're the phone screener as well. I've done call screening on it. I'm also uh, one of the conductors on the non profits. Okay, yep. And I run my own wow. channel as well. Right. So, yeah, you do. Uh, okay, can we go through that list one and say, yeah, let's uh, let's uh, let's yeah. sorry. Can you go down yeah, so, one more time? So, Atheist, so um, Atheist Experience? I've been on AXP. I've been on Truth Wanted. I'm a conductor on the non-profits. I do course screening for the ACA. I run my own show. I'm a trained chef. I'm co-host of another show with the man called Damien and a lovely lady called Clancy, where we take the mickey out of Australians and Australian politics. Yes. And I'm a yes. nonsensically large wrestling fan i stayed up all morning and i mean like from like 1am to watch whatever's on the screen next to me a lot of uh, a lot of sweaty people sweated out for <laughs> glory and wow. titles and prestige yes uh wow. so that's that's phoebe so phoebe we are all wrestling with uh, all wrestling with atheism so we've just had night one of wrestlemania and uh the the show in general i'd give it four and a half stars myself it felt very well put together. It did. Josh, yeah, from it, a couple of yeah, things really I would have changed, but it felt well put together. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. There's a couple things that um we all said, well, we might have changed this, <laughs> put this match in this different order, put the finish of this match a little bit different. But overall, I would say like I I you know, I I agree, like four and a half stars out of five, you know. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty solid show. Um yep. everybody was um was like wondering uh, what was going to be the main event, and and we got our answer tonight, and it and it, it just made it that much more important. That was the biggest uh, yeah, tag team match in history, really. The way they <laughs> built it. And that was the, the way the way they built it, and, and the storyline build up to that. Mm-hmm. I know we're going to mm-hmm. get into that like a whole lot later. But the storyline build to that, and 
and the finish to it like the yep. the actual storytelling it, it it reeled you in and and like i like Rhea ripley and charlotte uh, you know they blew the doors we could say place. about that match wow i mean like mm-hmm. we can go down the entire list it was, yeah it was so fantastic. let's let's start <laughs> yeah, so, so we'll start from the top. Uh, Austin Theory versus John Cena uh, in 11 minutes 20. Austin Theory retained the United States Championship. And probably the, the common theme, uh, the thing that Phoebe and I were discussing was that big match John laid down. Yeah, yes, he did. I, I and that was what amazed me about it. Yes, I, I was actually expecting that. Um, big match John laid down. I, I know he... He laid down at the right time. Um, mm-hmm. I know he's at that point in his his uh, career where it's, you know it's it's Hollywood, and he come back yep. and still and still like put over some of the young stars. It's yep. a great thing. He still looked great in the ring. Still mm-hmm. had a yes. great, a big John Cena match filled, and what he did for there and I thought was like, you know fantastic. Yep, I, I was a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't shouldn't say surprised, but it was good. It was a good touch to have the Make a Wish. Uh, thing as well, and they and the commentators played up John Cena's uh, involvement with Make a Wish, and uh, at the top of the entrance ramp was John Cena with uh, about a, a half a dozen uh, Make a Wish children. He is the most wish Make a Wish fulfilling person in Make a Wish history. Yes, <laughs> he really is. Yeah. Now, actually, before we get into the match itself, um, the stage design, uh, the entrance ramp wasn't three miles long this time round as it was in the Royal <laughs> Rumble. It did look like a slip and slide, though. Yeah, it did. It was like perfect yes. for someone to skateboard down. <laughs> it was. It really did. And um, when I first saw the how the ramp was, and if you look straight down, like like from, from the top of the stage where the ramp starts to go, that mm-hmm. is it was so far down. It was so deep. Like 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 anybody like jumping off of that stage. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's gonna do that spot this year. No spears off the, the ramp this year. Off the top of the ramp. <laughs> off the top of the ramp. <laughs> so oh, damn. Yeah, but the stage where you, you said I when I, I saw that I, it's it was so I used better words, a lack of better words. It was so pretty to me. It was yep. so majestic. It, it fit the field, Hollywood, the scene of it, yep. and and this is what I miss about the the um, pay per views, where the uniqueness of the stage. Every pay per view, uh, you know, back in like Ruthless Aggression era, had a different unique stage. I I want to see ones, more of that. At the end of the Attitude Era, I would, when you remember, like you had like your Judgment Days and mm-hmm. your Backlash and yeah, No Way Out. Had that. They, they, they had that feeling of these mean something. They're building towards something. Someone's put some effort in here. Yep. Whereas some it, of these, it, it's, it's, like, it's not. It's oh. not just another Raw or SmackDown with some different lighting. Yes. It is actually yeah. different, different LEDs itself. back in the background. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. they made an effort. It it felt like like a big WrestleMania stage where they they've actually planned it out. So so the stage design, I give that an A plus. Yep, five stars on the yep. Meltzer scale. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, no. I, I would, I would agree. It's just, they're probably the only thing was just that incline looked, you know, rather. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I say it's a little bit. It looked perfect. I would yeah, say perfect great. for skateboarding. Oh yeah, 
is that if you as a performer were standing at the top there, you would feel it. It would hit yes. you. Oh, yeah. as, as Steve Austin said, when you walk out and it and it and you're a performer and you are the center of attention, you want to mm-hmm. feel it. Yes. You can see that in so many, so many of, of these performers. As soon as they walked out, like as soon as Derry walked out, I know he's playing his character. He got so much heat from the crowd tonight. Yeah. But you can see when he first walked out, he felt like I'm the man. And I'm yeah. actually right here in front of this. It hit him in the face. Like, I'm actually at WrestleMania. Like, like you can see everybody's reaction, even KO's reaction. Like, how he turned around like it's a big mess. It, like, like you, I, mean, I, I can't even imagine like what that must feel like. <laughs> I mean, even even when you know Lita and Trisha came out, and those people they performed on some of the biggest stages that wrestling has. Rey Mysterio as well. You could tell those people they realized it was there as well, and mm. it hit them. Hang on, I'm doing WrestleMania again, and this is what WrestleMania means. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because the crowd, the crowd was hot. I I, I enjoyed the. I, I I'll say it wasn't quite as hot as um, uh, Elimination Chamber or Royal Rumble, but it was still a really good crowd. It really was. So and, and I, I think the, the crowd. Castle, I think the castle was hotter, probably. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Josh. Yeah, I, I think the crowd peaked at the the Flair Ripley match. Yeah, and we we we, we yeah. will definitely get to that. Um, so uh, Theory was really good at drawing heat. He you know really you could there were like there was a clear dichotomy where John Cena was the face and Theory was the heel, and Theory kept on playing to the crowd and. Yeah, really drawing heat. And yeah, it was a. Uh, he, he won. Yay. He won with his uh, A Town down. Mm-hmm. And in a typical Hill fashion. Yeah, yeah. Have, it was, it was had, a screwy finish. Up. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. a screwy finish, which kind of means I think the feud may the feud may go on after WrestleMania, but we'll, we'll see. Yes. Yeah. And it'd be interesting to see that. I, you know, I liked how, you know, like. <laughs> Like, like it, it makes Cena still look good. Like, like Cena, like, like hat got the unofficial win, made him tap out, ref is down, yes. turn around, yep. and bam, and typical, and, you yep. know, makes yeah, make makes theory look like a scumbag. He's gonna say, I beat, I beat yep. one of the greatest of all times at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's just gonna well, just catapult his career right there. Yeah. Um, do you remember? I think I think it was last WrestleMania. It was Ronda versus Charlotte, where um, Ronda had Charlotte in an armbar and Charlotte had tapped out, but the referee had been bumped. And yes. for for a couple of weeks after, the, ch- the crowd kept on chanting to uh, Charlotte, "Yeah, you tapped out. You tapped out." And I just wonder if uh, Theory is going to get that treatment from the crowd uh, in coming weeks. Of course he will. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He should get it tomorrow night on the yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ho- hopefully the the raw after WrestleMania crowd has has come back to you know full form, <laughs> mm. like with the raucous uh, crowd. Yep. Uh, one other thing about this match was that uh, towards the end, I think it was just before the uh, Owens uh, and Usos tag match, there was a very brief segment where Byron Saxton interviewed Austin Theory. And the whole segment went for about like 30 seconds and Theory basically said, you know, I hope you all believe in me now. And I was expecting something longer where Theory could have really sold his character. 
but it was a brief 30 yeah. second spot. They dress up Byron Saxon, put him in front of like, you know, the <laughs> yellow carpet and <laughs> before you blink and blinking, you miss it. It was like, okay, I don't know. I don't know why they did that. But anyway. It felt, anyway, like, um, it felt like they don't trust him. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> it's a little bit late now because he's already got a he's already got a, a, a secondary title. Um, after that was a spot where uh, Chad Gable and Otis were promoting Snickers. <laughs> uh, did you see that feeds on your broadcast? Yes, I didn't I'm... see that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. um... If you're watching through the network, you got uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I got it. And I, don't know, it, I yeah. don't know if it was on Peacock though. Is it on Peacock? Yeah, yeah, I was watching on Peacock, but okay. I probably that's probably when I actually went to the bathroom. And uh, I, okay, yeah. like that. I wouldn't have got I'll it if you. I was watching on BT though. But I just yeah. want to say something about about the three of us. We all watched through different streaming services, didn't we? Which one did yes. you write on? Did you watch? I was it? on the network. You were on the network. They still have that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but only, <laughs> only, only in Britain though, because in Australia, uh, we have a, there's a product called Binge, which is in the Foxtel uh, network. You know, you know, uh, on that. And Josh, you were watching on Peacock, which is the official uh, W. I think that's the official WWE provider in that's in the states. The NBC one, yeah, isn't in the it? states. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well there we the, there we go. The reason I uh, watched uh, it through the network and not through BT is because I one month because my monthly subscription to the network is cheaper mm-hmm. than paying for BT. So a monthly subscription in the UK is ten pounds. Yep. But it was twenty pounds. Yeah. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> On BT pay per view is silly. <laughs> well, there you go. So. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so after this was the tag team showcase match, which featured uh, who 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 did it feature? It featured uh, the Street Profits, who went over the Viking. Is do you still call them, oh, the Viking? The Viking Raiders. I was about to call the Viking Experience for a sec. Uh, the Viking Raiders, yeah. Alpha Academy, and Braun Strowman and Ricochet in eight minutes thirty. This was a very quick, fun blast, uh, full of spots. Absolutely, just full mm-hmm. of spots. There was what was there? I had a few notes. Uh, you had like yeah. the massive tree, tree of woe section. Uh, they yeah, ended yeah. with Ricochet doing a splash onto oh, I forget who it was who was who was right up the top. There was a couple of Strowman Express spots. There was Chad mm-hmm. Gable uh, giving a, a, a German suplex. suplex. Yep, to Braun Strowman. There was a Strowman splash <laughs> as well from the top rope. It was just yes, spot that... after spot after spot after spot. It was just yeah, like you, whoa. You called it well spot. It was a spot fest match, but but it. it they had the great spots in there, and when they did the the typical trio roll spot, you know, like take the you know power bomb or a power bomb turn into a superplex. I'm like, yeah, how many times have we seen this? Chris yeah. is going to add a good twist. They had a perfect guy fly across, yes, and, and uh, ricochet crossbody. That spot was perfect. I think my favorite spot in the match was ricochet springboard, uh, shooting star press to the outside. That was <laughs> yep. incredible, in my opinion. And then he tried to like follow it up on a shooting star press on Dawkins. He got his feet up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. Rolled over and and he, he stayed in that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then got hit with splash. I, I really liked that. I was 
that was very creative. I wasn't really expecting that. So well, it was a good good way good way to end a match. Yeah. And I I thought the right team won. I thought the right team won. They did. Yeah. Because as I mentioned during our chat, um, the Viking Raiders have been, I think they're wasted. They're, they're in a bit of in a creative stagnation. Um, Otis and Chad Gable are going to be a comedy act for some quite, time, quite some time, which is why Otis is now involved with Maximum Male Models because, because yeah. And Strowman and Ricochet, you know, can't really see them going too yeah. fast. I think uh, the Street Profits, uh, especially well, Montez Ford, who has been hot recently. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. the right team. I just want to. I think. Yeah, I, I just have to wonder. Yeah, now, now that you know, like, like the the tag team scene is changing, and like, like teams like you know uh, the Viking Raiders, maybe, maybe they can start to pick up steam post WrestleMania or something like that. Like, like if if they get to the point where they they you know like like split up the tag titles or, or something yes. like that, and maybe maybe you can have more of a division going after you know, like these different title belts. So maybe there's there's a lot more to come, and these teams can get going. Strowman and Ricochet, I don't expect that to last long. It's pretty <laughs> no. funny. Uh, it's, it, well, feels like, it, is. it feels like they don't know what to do with Braun Strowman anymore. He's kind of yeah. I just just there. Yeah, he's, he's like he, he was there, and Ricochet Ricochet just happened to be there as well. And oh look, yeah. one guy's really big, and one guy's really small. Let's let's <laughs> jump together and see what happens. See what happens. It's like, this, uh, it's like the old. It's like the old Big Show and his Chris Jericho, Miz. Kane. Yeah. Oh, that's the Jericho. one. Kane and the Hurricane. Does anyone remember that? Kane yes, and Hurricane, I mean, absolutely, yeah. Or Kane, Kane and X-Pac, or, yeah, just one, a big yeah. one, a little guy. Kane, um, Kane, and, Kane really... and anybody that wasn't The Undertaker, just about. Or <laughs> the big show, all the big show. Yeah. Okay, so the third match of the night was uh, Seth freaking Rollins, who defeated Logan Paul in 16 minutes 15. Uh, what did you lovely people think of it? You have to start with the entrance. The entrance. Oh, yes. Logan yes, Paul. Yeah coming out with the smoke talking to smack that that smug smirk on his face yes. and then all of a sudden he he floats to the rafters like he's 1996 Shawn Michaels yeah, that was yeah. that was incredible to me and then you had had uh Rollins with the conductor the yes you did conductor, yes like conducting the song oh it oh. just riled the crowd up right before he yeah. came out they came out yeah, to burn it down but, I thought that was a, that was interesting sorry peeps as I said, now in our little chat we were having, Rollins' entrance gave me the feelings of this was probably choreographed by William Regal. And you say that because? Because just his whole mannerisms, the way he was conducting himself, <laughs> the way he held himself as he walked down, the finger movements, the face mm -hmm. movements, the way he took off the robe and everything, it all felt very William um, Regal. Yep. That's a good point. That's so a good William, William Regal may be back. Let's uh, yeah. <laughs> soon, soon to be seen. Um, yeah. So Logan Paul came out first. He zipped himself up. He actually got carried around, but he didn't go. He didn't go down to the bottom. He actually went back up to the top of the ramp and walked down with his. What's the drink called? Prime, I think it was. His product placement. Yes, product placement. And so there was actually a guy in like a really big, uh, comically oversized can of drink. 
<laughs> yeah, mascot. Yeah, yeah we had mascot really good, and they walked down to the ramp together. Um, and then then after that, Rollins came out. Yeah, so there was a conductor from I think a local orchestra that was there who then like conducted the crowd to oh, um, and then yeah. Rollins came out. I thought he was in like a BDSM suit because. You saw like he had like a choker on and he had like straps coming down. And I thought I saw some crotchless pants as well that he was wearing. Um, but yeah. I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but he just looked really like, you know. It was pink. Yeah, and then, and then the Thanks, pink man. pants. The pink pants were really like, oh, my God, which contrasted well with Logan Paul's bright yellow. Oh, my God. Was, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I jump into a blancmange. I was sorry. His, his gear today. The pink pants. It felt like I was swimming the... through a children's blancmange <laughs> and custard. Charlie Char- in the chocolate factory. There's a... Oh yeah. Oh, we we see the big the big oversized you know drink sitting in the corner. I, I remember yes. you asked the question. Hmm, I wonder if this will will have some yeah. kind of impact <laughs> on the match. Hmm. You're right. Reminds me of that. Um, yeah. So I will I will say um, Logan Paul is uh, I think a dick waffle for want of a better word. Um, he's not very well liked or popular. But holy shit, he can fly around a ring. He he. I think he's a natural at pro wrestling. He's good at getting the heat. He's good at playing to the crowd. The way he moves, the way he sells. You know, it's you couldn't tell that he's only been a wrestler for you know x number of you know years he's only had a handful of matches i thought you know hey that was yeah he's so props to logan paul as a wrestler he reminded me of one of those up-and-coming attitude era stars that jumped from wcw to wwe (laughs) jeez there's a comparison That's what he did because you had all those things always held down and then when they came over like your chris jericho's like Uh, your Filthy animals. The radicals yeah. who then oh, radicals, to express right. themselves. Yeah, his yes. spots are clean. I don't see anything like sloppy about him in the ring. Uh, like everything just just crisp, spot after spot. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. uh, and then and then uh, he takes his time, soaks in, let the crowd feel it. Like let get them really hating. Uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, my favorite. I think everybody's favorite spot in the match was was the whole. Uh, drink man just just oh, over trying trying to get the social media uh selfie shot in front of the announcer to that's trying to catch Logan Paul coming down on Seth Rollins but uh, yes. him grabbing grabbing the drink man putting him on the table but Logan Paul just feeling that moment getting the crowd in spitting the the drink up into the yes. air and jumping yep, yep. I thought that whole spot was was equally comically well and and just just gave you that completeness but you know i think what we'd all agree is like that would have worked for just one hell of a finish right yes yep (laughs) just just to clarify so where it says here with ksi logan paul with ksi ksi didn't reveal himself until towards the end so there was a spot where uh, uh, Rollins was running. Well, I think he was running the ropes or something. Right. Was something. The 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 person in the ma- in the corporate mascot suit grabbed <laughs> Seth Rollins's leg, pulled him out, and then the person in the suit no, pulled, pulled the out. yeah pulled, pulled the face mask or, or pulled, like the, the no no, the no it wasn't mask. he pulled out Logan Paul because then they Logan hug Paul. each other. Oh yes, you're right. Sorry, yes, you're yeah. right. Yeah. And then the person in the suit took away the face covering and it was revealed to be KSI. 
who is Logan mm-hmm. Paul's business partner. And then what Josh was saying. So there was a spot where I think uh, Rollins was on the table. Yep. Uh, Logan Paul was up on the, on the top rope about to jump onto a prone Seth Rollins on the table. And then mm-hmm. Josh, what had happened? Um, the KSI in the prime can suit. I just can't believe I'm saying that. But that's <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was. He had like a phone, and he was like pretending to do the, the selfie thing to get like the social media shot. Um, mm-hmm. And then, just as Logan Paul was just about to jump down, Seth Rollins rolls off the table, pulls KSI in the can suit onto the table. Logan Paul doesn't see the his friend on the table. He jumps. He lands on his friend. Table collapses. Uh, Seth Rollins then grabs Logan Paul, shoves him into the ring, uh, gives him a pedigree for a two count. That should have been the ending of the match. Yes. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I looked at Twitter. Everybody was like, wait, wait, but that wasn't the finish? Like, what happened? You know? Yeah. And yeah, so but, I think all, all three of us agree that that's probably where the match, it was a really good crescendo to the match. But, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. But I, I would say... Um, one spot that does need to be mentioned is um, the whole selling of the the injured hand and the and the one lucky shot thing because because they did like two weeks in a row where Logan Paul knocked yeah. out uh, Rollins and mm-hmm. on the one lucky punch and it's like what if he hits it at Mania he's done for but yeah. but Rollins there's a spot where Rollins hit the stomp on the still steps on Logan Bounced Paul's hand, his hand. weakened yes. yep. his hand so whenever he was he he finally hit that shot, knocking uh, Rollins out. He couldn't capitalize immediately, or could have mm-hmm. weakened the effects of it. I kind of like the whole like psychology behind that. Yep, yep. And so there is a where um where Logan Paul did punch uh, Seth Rollins clean in the face. So Rollins is knocked out in the middle of the ring, but then Logan Paul is like you know trying to sell the pain of his injured hand. Which I thought was it was a good, was a good touch, uh, but one thing I did forget to mention just about the entrances, Seth Rollins's entrance was so long. I think I joked that, that the Undertaker would have been jealous <laughs> of how long Seth Rollins' entrance, entrance yes. was. So thought, uh, Undertaker would have been proud. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I think Mark and I think Mark and uh, Mark Calloway and Steve Regal both sat there and went, "Yeah, we'll, we'll design this one for you." <laughs> well, I mean, like, let's, let's be honest. Roman Reigns would have been proud too. I mean, yes, his true, interests yeah. have been kind of soaked out every time. I mean, his interest not is not going below three minutes at Mania tomorrow. I'm sorry. No, no, I think that's uh, <laughs> all right. We'll have, we'll have we'll have to time. We'll have to time. Um, so the match ended when so the match ended when I think uh Rollins I can't caught, even remember the actual ending. Yeah, so, so I think the, the I think the ending was Rollins caught Logan Paul with a super kick as he tried to jump off the top rope and then did did the stomp and then one two three it was over. Yeah. Which kind of yeah, like after that really nice table spot, yeah, it kind of felt like the match went about two or three minutes it's too long. Yeah. It did, it did. But anyway, that's the that's the result, and we'll have to see if the feud continues. What Logan Paul goes on to next? For the record, I would have, yeah, I've said this in the chat. I would have switched those spots. Everybody said that should have been the finish. The the spot where uh, Logan Paul was going to do the coast to coast, well, the mm-hmm. finish actually, he was going to do coast to coast. Got the uh, got the super kick up, mm-hmm. and and the crowd had a huge pop. I yeah. I would have. You know, hit the pedigree there. Bam, one, two, false finish there. Like, what? 
Yeah. And then, you know, working to this whole this whole spot on the splash on the drink man on the outside uh-huh. stops for the finish. Yeah, for all, but, all the pedigrees. You know, Nonetheless, it was it was it was still a great match. I it mean, was, like, yeah. I still can't believe we're saying drink man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's oh, the words I got. For it. <laughs> it's uh, well, true, speak, though. Yeah. Well, speaking speaking of being thirsty, uh, next up was a six women tag match. Uh, Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch defeated Damage Control, made up of Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Eos Sky in fourteen minutes forty. I was slightly um, irritated that this match was on the card in the way it was because you had the women's tag titles. Yeah, well, actually, this is the, and the champions was, in the match. Yes, I say, um, Lita and Trish Stratus are the current. No, Lita and Becky Lynch. Oh, okay. Sorry, Lita and Becky Lynch are the yeah. current women's tag team champions, and the title was not on the line. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was confused on that from. Uh, from day one when it was announced, because I, I, whenever Trish had came out, uh, like after that, I was, I was wondering, like, so, so what is Trish just going to be there as, as, as a manager, like for the, no. for the tag team rematch at Mania? But then they decided not to do it. So, and then whenever they decided to do this match here, you kind of could just predict where the finish was going to go to mm-hmm. say, hey, it's not a, it's not a, a tag team match, so. What sense would it make, you know, having Becky and Lita and and Trish lose here and then turn around next month lose the titles? Because because Lita's probably I don't, I don't I don't know if she's going to be around for a while. I think it's just for WrestleMania season. Yeah, because but I, they have to I lose noticed, the title soon. Yeah. yeah, I noticed that Lita wasn't quite moving as freely as the other competitors in the in in the she ring as well. A little on the sluggish side. But it yes. wasn't no, we had to look for it, but she wasn't quite she, she wasn't yes. smooth, shall we say. I'll agree. However, like she was still able to perform, but yeah, just like obviously yeah. she's had a Hall of Fame career, so her body is banged up and it's good that she's still able to get out there. But yeah, it was a little bit if you're if you studied the art of wrestling, you'll see that yeah, she wasn't quite wasn't quite makes, yeah. makes you wonder how many Hall of Famers are competing this weekend. Well Can you think uh, of the number. That's actually a good segue Three, into four, our next five? into our next match, but um, we'll just finish up this one. Another Hall of Famer, another Hall of Famer. Yeah. No, so this one, um, I was gonna say, like for me, I think this after this match, the feud should end. The whole damage control Bailey versus, or just take it to Bailey versus Becky Lynch and get rid of everyone else, or just stop the feud, or just whatever. Because yeah, it's I would have booked this completely differently i still would have had it as a six-man tag match but i would have stolen a tag team probably Mm -hmm. rousey and shamer Mm -hmm. from the other match that's going on tomorrow night right too stuck them in with becky lynch and then have it is a free bird match for the titans so you have like the ronda rousey and the Becky Lynch team as the champions under the Freebird rule against damage mm-hmm. control. It's okay. like a Freebird thing. Yeah, the only with problem, one of the yeah, sorry. with one of the legends in each corner because during their careers, Trish and Lita couldn't stand each other. They really yes. <laughs> yeah. Which is just mind-boggling for me. Like, like ever since you know, like 
they they like retired and they do these comebacks for the revolution. They're always together. Like I was there like like on the roll right after revolution and and they were they were just still teaming. Every time they, they come back there together, I'm like I, I'm just wondering, huh what that would have been the perfect time to like turn to like have them you know, like yeah turn hill go against each other whatever and because i i remember that, that weren't they the first women to ever main event a monday night raw uh, yes. quite possibly yes yes and that was so, that was one of my at the time my my favorite uh women's match of all time mm-hmm. yep I also Alita, that's where I think she broke her neck that match. It was, well. yes. And uh, actually, funny you say that because um, WWE, uh, on my streaming service, WWE actually played that match uh, before, like in the hour and a half really? before when they just showed, yeah, they showed, um, yeah, it's like, okay, they really wow. showed that. All right, well, that's, <laughs> that's a bit of a bit of source. Um, one of the cool things about this match that it wasn't a bathroom match. Like everyone yeah. gave a good account of themselves, and they could you could tell they really cared, even though the match itself was inconsequential. Yeah, that's where like it, like nobody wanted to be the bathroom match of, of the card, and they you know which one the bathroom <laughs> match was though. Yeah, we all know which one. We, we, we will I, get to I, that. Baby. We'll get to that. Yeah, I, we'll get to that. But anyway, so it yeah. was it was a good match. But yeah, just I think the whole booking around it and the whole feud. Let's get rid of the feud. Uh, speaking of Hall of Famers, uh, Ray versus Dom. Wow. Now that was so, first thing. First so, thing to note was the entrances. The entrances were really good on this one. Oh yes, so, Dom uh, got yeah, so much heat. Sorry. Yeah, it's a lot of heat. I, I like spinning. What he spent like like a few hours in jail. Yeah, he's lingering this storyline, and he had this whole video package of him being locked away, let out the gate, but still in cuffs, uh, getting getting into the transport uh, vehicle, and and Mm -hmm. it it drives all the way to the arena. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Yeah, so drives through the crowd. Yep. So Dom (laughs) actually came in a police in a prisoner transport vehicle, Um, and he he was. And he had a luchador mask on. Yeah, he did. He had a luchador, luchador mask on. He was surrounded by by cops in, in inverted commas, and they walked through the crowd because you could see on the side of the camera like the security people like just pushing people aside to not not get too close. And he mm-hmm. drew a lot of heat for that. So I thought that was that was good. And then on the other side, um, Ray came in with Snoop Dogg. And some title that was being waved around by Snoop Dogg. Yeah, and I still try to work yeah. out what that what that was, but um, yeah. Uh, I you think, guys want to talk? Uh, I think her to... title was the greatest Royal Rumble belt. Okay, uh, I'll have to check that out. Um, yeah, I think that it was yeah, like, I, I the ugly green belt. Yeah, but no. So uh, Ray came in in a lowrider car that resembled uh, Eddie Guerrero's uh, lowrider from back when uh, he was in Latino Heat. Mm-hmm. And then um, his music hit "Viva La yeah, Raza." That's the one. Yep. And so then Ray went up to the top of the the top of the entranceway, and fireworks fireworks are playing, and all all, all that kind of stuff. And yeah. Uh, so then, during the during the match, there was a couple of spots. So you had uh, the Miss, uh, I forget the Ray's wife's name, and uh, and mm-hmm. the daughter as well, sitting by the barricade, yeah. and they interacted in the match a couple of times. The first part, of, um, 
Josh, I think you questioned whether it was no DQ because there was a spot where Ray got like the belt out of his pants and like literally uh, whipped, yeah. <laughs> yeah. whipped Dominic. Yeah, you guys like technically it's part of his gear. I mean, like, <laughs> that's what I said. I said you could like use part of your trousers and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you can take your. Oh, I'm gonna. Who says you can't take your boot off and and smack your partner in the face with it, right? Yep, yep. Or um, because you're you're, but... you're kicking them in the face just as hard as you know. You shove so the boot that, in the that'll face. Work. Yeah, so I think someone, someone, made, someone made the joke that someone should like wear a steel chair as part of the yeah, uniform. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, the steel chair is going to be my belt. Oh you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy! So um, there was a couple. There's a there's a couple of six one nine spots. Uh, Ray six one nine his son, his son six one nine him back. Um, um, yeah, it was a Dominic's mother slapped him. Yes, yeah. uh, but. After his, Dominic threw a, a cup of drink in his sister's face, a glass of water, in yeah, it. in his sister's face, yeah, which reminded me of the MJF spot on I think it was All Out uh, yes. a few weeks ago, where yeah, MJF did the same spot in uh, in his match versus Daniel Bryan. I'm just wondering if that was deliberate to yeah draw some draw some heat. Oh, well, he, he definitely did get some heat and controversial <laughs> reaction from it. Like, yeah, well, I was like, Dom, Dom is actually one of the best heels going at the moment right now. He's really, they're really drawing, drawing some heat. That was, uh, um, so then yeah. the judge, the judgment day came out and tried to interfere. And then afterwards, Legado del Fantasma came out to stop the judgment day from interfering and became a bit of a schmoz. And I was really, really hoping that the match wouldn't end in a in a smoz, in a clusterfuck, in a you know, the disqualification all round because of interference. So I'm really glad that they're able to get the two groups away from each other and finish the match clean. Yeah. Yes, and it, and you know, I I enjoy the match. I enjoy you know, like like you know the the little side spots. You know, mm-hmm. you know, with the with the mom, the sister. And the team's going and and but but they kept it clean at the end, and um, at the end, you know, you know we 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 didn't need to see, uh, you know, John Cena already put over theory. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we we don't need too many of of those in in the same cards. So I I I think at this point, you know, uh, still getting the win, you know. I, I probably would have booked it that way too, if you know. Which Mysterio, Ray or Dom? I, I said Mysterio, like everybody knew who, who I was talking. About. Ray, <laughs> yeah, Ray, Ray. Yeah. Oh, look, I think it was good that Ray won because he was just inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I think yesterday or the the night before, and so it was a good little win to get him. But I also think maybe Dom could have won to really push him to the next level. Yeah, I didn't like at the Hall of Fame ceremony that they had Dominic walk out during his father's induction. I thought that was a bit tacky. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I, I mean I, I agree. Like uh I I know like like you look back to these mine, you you get you get one time to do a Hall of Fame speech, you know, mm-hmm. and you know your your son who is also in the business, who you your first tag team partners with and just you because you're like deep into the midst of a storyline, and and like like that that probably took away from what uh, Ray could could say in his Hall of Fame speech. Yeah. About about Dominic and stuff like yeah the crossover it was kind of muddy. It should be definitely 
all, you know, like screw kayfabe, let Ray yeah. just talk and yeah. be Ray, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people have watched yeah. the Hall of Fame, they're all marks. They all know <laughs> yeah. what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's just that um, yeah, it now kind of feels like the Hall of Fame spot was set up to promote the match rather than celebrate the career of someone who's legendary. Yeah, which is like, well, <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like if Undertaker gave his speech and then like Kane came back and like tombstoned him to. Yeah, yeah. it was like nobody like, would have watching that. like the Raw 10th anniversary special that they were talking about. You know, Eric Bischoff, are you going to get fired? And Eric Bischoff was just like. I feel quite uncomfortable you asking me this. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, um, that match then uh, was the segue to Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. And I think we have to, I think we'll all agree this was match of the night. Five it stars. Was. So in yeah. 23, minute, 23 minutes, 35 seconds, which is actually one quite long uh, a match in itself, but then quite long for two female competitors to to yeah. go at it it's like holy holy shit there was and there were hardly any shenanigans there was hardly any outside interference and i think something i said during the chat was that this was actually a really good wrestling match it felt like an nxt match mm. oh yeah which is they're, they're funny. going back and... <laughs> yeah go, go yeah, the, the the back and forth was just so intriguing and 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 uh, the crowd was just so far into it. They got pop after pop. Oh, the yes. way they orchestrated the entire match and mm-hmm. and how, how like you you they really got the crowd to believe that that whenever they hit a move like deep into the match and they went for the pin that that match could have been over or it probably yep. was going to be over and then it wasn't over and they said no we pro- we actually have another ten minutes you know <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, the crowd, um, it was really weird because like Rhea Ripley came in as the heel, but during the match, she continually got over and over. And there was one part where like uh, she was posing to the crowd. Like, she sold and she posed to the crowd and the crowd really got behind her. I thought that was the moment that, yeah, would have been, uh, yeah, would have been, yeah, where I think it started to turn, the dynamic started to turn. And I think, Phoebe, yeah. you mentioned there's a possible mm-hmm. heel face switch coming up. And yeah, yeah, it was just a. I thought that there was going to be a double switch, like, you know, Austin and Hart. Austin. Yeah, Austin. Because you could see that there was already some Crimson starting on uh, Flair during that match. Yes, because of one of the spots that didn't quite go. There was a German suplex that Rhea gave Charlotte, but uh, Charlotte tried to flip over, but she didn't quite flip over enough. And so she literally got a face full of Matt. Yeah. And then yeah, you had a DDT that, oh. yeah, it had to be executed very carefully, shall we say. Yeah, very careful. I, yeah, that's very nice words to use on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I think, I think, I think the way that DDT nice. was set up was that um, I think uh, Rhea tried to lift Charlotte up for a move. Uh, no, no, Charlotte tried to lift Rhea up for a move and then all of a sudden it got reversed into a face plant mm-hmm. slash DDT that yeah. for someone, for both competitors who are about six foot tall, um, yeah, the way Rhea landed was like, oh, geez, yeah, ouch. And then also yeah, the German suplexes, like the German suplex, the normal ones that landed look quite rough in themselves. There's a fairly high angle one that 
uh, Charlotte gave Rhea Ripley, but then the one that Rhea Ripley gave Charlotte back where she flipped over, it's like, oh, yikes. And WWE actually replayed that spot a few times as well. It's like, well, mm-hmm. no, no damage done, guys. You know, if they're, they're, yeah. if they're okay to replay it a few times, then yeah. Yeah, I guess they got the word back from the ref. Yeah, she said she's okay. You can, yeah, you can, you can re- do the replay, yes. But it, it, it feels like, yeah, well, this is the essence of brutality because that's what the match was and these spots were. And yep. They're kind of scared you to death on them. And it, it fits well with, with, you know, Ripley's gimmick. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. everything's brutality. And, and the fans are really, there's like, like there's no way... She's not walking out without this title, but yep, you just yep. don't know because because WWE. Anytime you're, anytime you're oh, in the yeah. ring with with Charlotte Flair, yeah, and she did just win the title about a, a, a few months ago, like back in December. So mm-hmm. who knows, right? So so big match. Uh, so big match. Charlotte is like the equivalent of big match. John. He's never quite yeah. know if they're, they're going to lay down, yeah. but no, it was it was a fantastically planned match, executed match. Uh, uh, Rhea jabbering away at Charlotte during during the match, uh, that was a real nice touch. And then towards the end, Charlotte started talking back as well, and they were yelling at each other and really trying to get into each other's heads. And I thought that was just a really good, really good touch. Uh, it ended with a, I think the best way you could call it is a. Uh, riptide from the top rope where I think Charlotte tried to hit it some maneuver Rhea Ripley cut her legs out uh, Charlotte hit the top of the post uh, was out cold and then Rhea got up on the top rope lifted Charlotte Flair mm-hmm. slammed to the mat on, on the ground and one two three over oh. and that crowd was yeah. just feeling that yeah it, it was, was just uh, very well executed from entrances all the way through to the end and when it did finish it felt like the show was going to finish that's how good the whole yes package of that match was and this is what you were saying phoebe i think josh you you repeated this too as well was that given how good uh rhea versus charlotte was it should have gone on last yeah yeah, it really way. had that. It really had that big match feel. It had that that energy, and it mm-hmm. had that finality to it. It really did. Like it, I, it really felt like when Rhea won that, and then Charlotte was sitting at the edge of the, uh, like of the ring on the ground yeah. outside, just like, damn, I lost. And, and then, I was and like, then couldn't it, say nothing but smile and clap. It feels like, yeah. like, like. The show could have just ended there, and nobody would have. Yeah, well, actually, <laughs> funny you say that, Josh, because like after the final shot of Charlotte and uh, like uh, sitting on the ground outside the ring, the screen went black. Uh, faded really, really out. Really, yeah, faded out, and I thought, well, that would have ended it nicely there. But guess what match we got next? I'm sorry, I went and made a cup of tea. So, so, <laughs> so, so the thing, the thing that happened, so. Uh, so like after that, I, I saw. I remember I seeing the Miz mm-hmm. and and Snoop, uh, Snoop in the ring. They announced because uh, at this point I was I was actually getting uh, sleepy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, like like you're like you're like I'm you're up up at like uh, what, what is it? Probably like five in the morning over there now. Yeah. That's Almost six. six. Yeah. Oh man, I'm over here like. 
Like I, I have my chair, it's still reclined back and I got comfortable. After they announced how many uh, people are in the crowd, I'm like, yo, I wonder if it was, was flex the number and whatever. I dozed always, off. Yes, yep. I dozed off. Okay. And I woke up. I woke up. All I saw was George Kittle uh, running mm-hmm. over the Miz. I'm like, wait, what happened? I'm like, oh, Maccabee's I, here? Okay, yeah. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> I, I watched this, un- unfortunately. And so what I happened was, a cup of tea. yeah, you made a cup of tea. I stay behind watch because yeah. Uh, so Miz was in the ring with Snoop Dogg. Miz had announced that there were eighty thousand four hundred ninety-seven people in the audience, which you know that's a nice, nice number. How accurate that is, you know, is always you know always WWE numbering. Of WWE numbers. So then the, the Miz said, "Oh, I I put out a, a, a challenge on my social media for anyone to have a match with me, but no one even dared to answer the the, the challenge." Um, and then not long after The Miz said that, uh, Pat McAfee's music hit. And so Pat McAfee came down and Corey Graves, as usual, you know, sold the shit out of it, which is what he's good at doing. And mm-hmm. then so he came down and then uh, Pat McAfee challenged The Miz on the spot. Uh, a referee just happened to be in the vicinity. And so Snoop Dogg said, look, you know, you've got two competitors. You've got 80,000 people who want a match. You've got a referee. Um, I'm just going to leave you guys to it. I'll be back in a few minutes. Uh, essentially, yeah, Michael Cole kept on shouting that Pat McAfee is undefeated at WrestleMania, which is incorrect because Vinny Mac, he had to lay down for last year. Mm, yes. So l- last year's WrestleMania, yeah. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Uh, Pat McAfee actually <laughs> defeated Austin, the- Austin Theory, but then right after that, Vinnie Mac yeah. took the W over Pat McAfee. So yeah. it's, it's actually interesting now that uh, so a year ago, Austin Theory was jobbing for Pat McAfee, and now John Cena is jobbing to him. <laughs> That's quite a turnaround at 12 months. That is quite a turnaround. Yeah. So so the match itself went for about three minutes, and I think George Kettles, you said, Josh, it was... uh, Yeah, George Kettle. Yeah, George George Kettle. Uh He's he's, uh, one of the top, what we call tight ends in in the National Football League. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, so many catches a game or whatever, like pro bowler, all that. So he got involved in the match by, uh, so I think the Miz got in his face. And so then uh, George Kettle jumped over the barricade and shoulder tackled the Miz. And then there was like a spot where Pat McAfee and George Kettle did like an air bump into each other in celebration. Um, And then uh, the Miz got dragged back into the ring and Pat McAfee punted him, like literally punted him. And that ended the match in like three minutes, 30 or something, I think was something. Ridiculously. I was not out that long. Then. <laughs> no, but <laughs> thirty-one seconds too long, in my opinion. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> and so I, I made the comment in our chat that that match was the spittoon after Rear versus Flair. A spittoon, yeah. in case the listeners don't they know, is when you're ta- when you're tasting wine, uh, what you do is you have like a, a cup on the side that you spit the wine out that you're tasting to get the taste out of your mouth to get ready for the next wine that you're tasting. So, so the, the yes. Yeah. So the spittoon is like a, a a a glass or a jar that's just full of uh you know diluted and like saliva filled wine that people have already drunk and spit out, and it's like yeah, yeah. It's also known as a caspador. Okay, caspador for all our um 
<laughs> for all our cultured listeners, like uh, so so uh, so wine tastings, you, you, it's not preferably you drink the wine. No, when you're no. when you're when you're when you're tasting wine or sommelierying wine, you swill the wine around your mouth. You let the oxygen get to it by breathing in through it, and then you spit the you wine sw- out. I thought you swallow it at that point. <laughs> no, wine <laughs> wine tasting involves no actual drinking of wine. Huh. Uh, oh, otherwise, you if, if, you're taste, if you're tasting ten different wines, Josh, <laughs> you know if you drink ten glasses of wine, here, yeah, guess what's going to happen to you? Huh. They're going to be feeling good. <laughs> you <won't> be driving <laughs> very home. good, but yeah, you, and, you and, also yeah, be in no yeah. state to perform. Exactly is what they may <laughs> what they may say. And so then uh, there were a few promo packages. There was a uh, a brief spot between Austin Theory and Byron Saxton, which I thought, okay, why why is that? Uh, a few more. I think they announced WrestleMania Backlash for uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico in, in a month's time or something. Uh, just trying to think what else. Uh, and then we we got to the final we got to the final match. As you know, what happened before the final match? Because my stream cut off right before the final match. And just something intros for the final match is all you missed. Oh, okay. I thought there was yeah, like they, that intro. I, I think they carried it on for about six minutes or so, five or six whoa, minutes. Whoa, they whoa, carried, right. the, As I, I said to I, you, all you missed was singing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can do that oh, myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh that yeah. Myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That entrance where um, I don't know who the guy was, but uh, every time he took a step, his pants fell down even oh, further. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and watch the stream. This is housed up. So the last match was Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn going over the Usos in 24 minutes 15 seconds for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship, and this was this was a four and a half star match. Though I think it wasn't quite as good as Rhea versus Charlotte, but it did have a good sense of finality as well. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it had like feel... the whole, yeah, the whole storyline aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Like that, I think that was the main thing. It's that that I think that's what this match was was more produced to be was was to be the the final point in this storyline where yep, the, yep. the the complete climax. Like even even in the finish, like Sammy taking his time, you know, the build up. So. Yep. Um, None so of it this... felt stretched to me. It didn't feel like it had been stretched out to take 24 okay. minutes. It <laughs> felt like it was very deliberate. It felt like this is real. These yeah. are men who hate each other. Yep. Um, though it did become a super kick party. In an Uso match? Like, super kick party? I know, yeah. Josh. Oh, <laughs> okay. There were there were super kicks from uh, from the Usos on both Sami Zayn on Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens gave the super kicks. It was. I think I said afterwards. I think the concussion protocol yeah. oh, yes. to be looked at. Yeah, uh, they're, they're professionals. Um, I, I'm sure they're professionals. Phoebe, they wouldn't they wouldn't do the wrong thing by their performers. Now, would they, Phoebe? Really? I'm not. I'm not yeah. besmirching that, but I just say that I know that there are concussion protocols. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what this match reminded me of? Uh, I mean, like, and it, and like, like it's it's probably like uh, a long stretch. 
But mm-hmm. you remember those mania matches between The Undertaker and Triple H? Oh, well, the where, three in a row. Where, <laughs> where, oh, yeah. I probably have to name a specific one. I, maybe the first one or... I don't, the one with Shawn Michaels or the ones without? Well, well, just in, just, just any one of them. Just, okay. <laughs> but but how how they were they were uh, if they had the obvious big match feel. They mm-hmm. they had these spots. They took the time. Uh, they they played into to like what the storyline was to build in the, to that moment, and went to the different spots and just waited. And like like uh, the whole face off with Jey Uso and Sami Zayn like earlier on in the match, and then mm-hmm. and then the whole the whole part where Sami just kept getting super kicked in the face for oh, yeah. oh he's he's out it's like we keep watching it and just like oh oh uh, Undertaker's out he's he's almost gone and 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 the gasp the the air is just taken out of the crowd and mm-hmm. there's almost a silence. And you're like, when is the when is the uh, the hope spot gonna come? When is the the comeback gonna come? And that's kind of mm-hmm. how it felt. And it just like gradually built up to that spot. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how point. it felt to me. Yeah, that was, that was a good point. Um, unfortunately, I only came in about halfway through the match because of my streaming service. But yeah, I thought oh, the the yeah, end of it right. was yeah, you could you could tell the yeah, like the way Sami Zayn sold almost being dead. It was <laughs> the way yeah, he was Sammy's, almost dead. <laughs> and then, but the, the, probably my favorite parts part of the match was when I think it was Jay Uso and Sammy in the corner, and he's like slapping him, saying, "You know, I loved you like a brother. You could have been a brother." Slap. <laughs> yeah, you betrayed us. Slap. Mm-hmm. And just yeah, he just kept on going at him. I thought that was a that was a really touching part of the the show. Mm-hmm. The yeah, like the human aspect behind why everyone's doing what they what they're doing. But hopefully, this will end the feud. But it doesn't answer the question of how they separate the belts. Because now Kevin and Sammy are the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions. The same problem you had with the Usos holding the undisputed undisputed championships now goes to Kevin and Sammy holding the undisputed champion. And it doesn't solve the question of how you split. Yeah, I hope they come up with, with a solid, a, you know, a solid way, you know, to like, yeah. like, that makes sense to to split them. At this mm-hmm. point, is is I, I mean, like, like as long as they get split, I don't care if it's you know a tournament, done sports, done storyline. I don't I don't care if they they do something as cringe as uh, I as remember that title exchange that 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 Charlotte and and uh oh and, uh, Becky did. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. I think what might happen. Uh, is that one of Kevin or Sammy gets, quote, injured. Oh, okay. And then they get vacated. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll have to hmm. see. We'll have to see. And But look, if um, a lot may ride on what happens tomorrow night as well. So let's briefly uh, get you lovely people to bed and we'll quickly go over the six matches scheduled for the next night of, of WrestleMania. So first up is the Women's WrestleMania Showcase Facial 4-Way Tag Team featuring Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Who's winning? Ronda and Shayna. Let's see. The paycheck that they're all getting, that's who's winning. <laughs> thank you very, thank you very much. That's yeah. the wrestling. They are, 
Uh, especially yeah. especially the male part of the audience because um yeah i think uh Liv morgan is what might be called pleasant on the eyes in the yes summer. yes she is she is very pleasant on the eyes she is um <laughs> i would love to see ronda and shana win because anyone who listens to this podcast know i mark out for shana uh, she is legitimately a killer but um i have a feeling that uh, i think josh you said it in our royal rumble predictions this might be raquel's year and i have a feeling that this might be part of the springboard to that I think that's true as well. You know, so, yeah, well, I, I, I really hope it's true. Like, like uh, I, I can't see Chelsea I'm Green. Yes, I can't see Chelsea Green winning anything. Chelsea, Chelsea Green, and Sonia are now basically jobbers, so I can't see them winning. But good on them, good on them for the page. All right, so yeah. two of us for Ronda and one for you know. Uh, second is Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental Championship. These three boys hit hard, and they speak very, very thick English as well. So you can't understand anything they say. Hey, um, I understand if we're perfect. <laughs> okay, because you're from the part <laughs> of the world. But well, I speak uh, very who- thick English as well. Well, not 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 as thick as uh, as Seamus. Uh, Seamus is a uh, yeah, really. But <laughs> um, so Gunther, Seamus, and Drew. Who's winning? Who's walking out with the belt? Seamus. Okay. I'm, I'm saying this is this is uh, Seamus's moment for mm-hmm. for the title that he's he's never held. Never he yep. he's failed twice in, in big time matches last mm-hmm. year, and. For this to be the culminating moment of it, and um, they, there's been there's been like a lot of uh, long reigning champions, you know, Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. uh, the Usos, uh, Gunther had the titles the for Miz. you know like yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I think I think exactly. Yeah, I think Gunther wins this, but he loses it at Backlash. But I think okay. Gunther wins this, and this is used as a way of testing what WWE higher-ups were going to test him to see how if he can step up to the next level. Okay, all right. Um, I, I think if Gunther loses, it will be as a springboard to him versus Cody because the performance they put on the Rumble was really, was really, really good. Oh, um, yes. Though I think, uh, Phoebe, you may be right, that Gunther will hold on to at least uh, Backlash, which will give him another 30 days with the title and push his historic reign up even further. But um, I think the winner out of this match will be the paramedics who will be hired to look after <laughs> all these three gentlemen <laughs> after the beating they, they give each other. It's like, holy yeah. shit, these are three big boys. Um, the Patriots of- win number one, and paramedics win number two. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. Good, good way of putting it. Number three is a Hell in a Cell match with Edge and the Demon Finn Balor. Finn Balor every Finn day Balor. of the week. Okay. Yeah, I'd Josh? say like like yeah, I'm saying like like I I think that uh, the Judgment Day needs to go ahead and get we are had you had Mysterio Dominic mm-hmm. lose. But he had uh, Ripley really won the title. Yep, yep. Yeah, and uh, but like, we're we're thinking like 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 the whole factions, you know, like like damage control or the they the loser faction now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we, we want to put this on Judgment Day? <laughs> I think that Finn Balor wins, and then they all 
and then because Dominic's the only loser, they'll all turn on him and throw him out. Okay, that's that'd uh, be interesting twist. Because I was, I was also funny say because I was kind of half expecting a, t- a tease of a face turn by Dominic after he lost. Because you saw after the Mysterio yeah. match, uh, Ray, his wife, and his daughter were in the ring hugging and like celebrating, and he had the shot of Dominic looking back the ring and i think cole was teasing this is what dom mysterio turned his back on and i thought you know there could be like a re- an emotional reunion in the same way like elizabeth and miss elizabeth and savage all those years ago I yes. think, well, yeah, maybe some seeds been planted um i would say finn balor as well uh mostly because edge is a part-timer um and really if 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 finn balor loses it's basically the end of judgment day and also, what are you going to do with Edge, who like performs for two matches and then goes away for a few months? I think, yeah, you really yeah. can't waste. Um, and look, Edge, Edge has enough clout and enough, you know, gravitas to like. This isn't going to bury him. Correct, correct. They're both really Hall of Famer. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, Finn, Finn for the win. Number four is another Hoss fight in Brock Lesnar versus Omos. In a singles match, so will the so, ring still be standing by the end of this match? Sorry, will there still be a ring in one piece? <laughs> well, Josh, will this match? Will, yeah, would this match go on for as many minutes as there are matches on this card? <laughs> no, it'll be a, it'll be a high. It'll be of the same length of time as yeah, Pat McAfee matches six that. Set. Brock Lesnar has had against Goldberg. Yeah, six six matches on the card. This six one minutes may hit the six minutes max. Um, uh, I yeah. can't see. I I don't. I mean, why? I, I'd say just Lesnar. Go ahead and Lesnar's been putting a lot of people over lately. So I, I'd say yep. Lesnar's going to get this one. Okay. Um, I, I, my, the political me says Brock Lesnar because it's Brock Lesnar, but I really think you know, this might be the time to get Omos, yeah, start building, start building him up as well. Yeah. So I'd like, see, I'd like to see, I'd like to see Omos win. Yeah, I'd like to see Omos win, but I just can't see it happening in the... But anyway, you never know. What I would like to see, though, is... Do you remember that spot from years ago, Brock Lesnar versus The Big Show, where they literally destroyed yeah. the ring? That's what I, that's what I was hinting yes. at. Ah, uh, okay. In 2003, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that... I would love to see something like that. That would be... Uh, yeah. You've got, like, 700 wow. pounds of humanity just... Crashing down, and I think yeah, that was, really good. That was one of the greatest moments in SmackDown history. Oh hell, hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, number five is Bianca Belair versus Asuka versus for the Raw Women's Championship. Your thoughts, Asuka people? Has to win this, in my opinion. Please, Asuka. Especially, Asuka. especially evil, especially evil Asuka. Evil Asuka is so good. Yes, Asuka is is my favorite. Right now on the main roster, Oscar, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I I want her to get back to the NXT Oscar and with the this killer. this e- the the oh, killer Oscar, yeah. the, the the undefeated, uh, she she's hard to beat Oscar, mm-hmm. and I, I feel this gimmick's gonna like is helping her. She's getting that kickback, yeah. and 
like uh, she was the most I dangerous think... woman in the business. Was it's how her she time. was. I, I politically and fanatically <laughs> really, <laughs> really won't need and expect her to win tomorrow. Okay. Well, let's see how it goes. But having said that, Bianca Belair is a hell of a performer as well. So she I is. think these two, I think these two will have a great match. Um, though I would like to see, uh, yeah, Asuka take the chocolates and Bianca Belair go to look. Given that Montez Ford is now getting a push as well, and given that Bianca and Montez Ford are actually married in real life, maybe there's like a you know an intergender uh, challenge thing going. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. And lucky last on the card is Roman Reigns versus Cody for the Undisputed Championship. I think we all agree who we expect to win this match. And it's not the man with Paul Heyman in his corner. No, no. Unless unless Heyman switches sides. (laughs) You know, that'd be a... That'd be a... Because Heyman Heyman does have... Heyman does have a history with Dusty Rose, and I think maybe that could that could uh, play into the future storyline. You think like like uh, Roman takes some time off after that, and and yep. Heyman it's, uh-huh. uh, is is the the new uh, sidekick of Cody. For I'd a love bit. to see, I'd love to see a gold dust run in or something in this match. Oh, yeah. oh god, that's a, oh, that's <laughs> the a, forbidden. That, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. But yeah, but yeah no, yeah. I think uh, Roman. I think Roman now has. Uh, yeah, I think if Cody doesn't walk out with the belt, I th- have to say that the WWE will have screwed the pooch on building up a fan favorite. Um, yeah, telling yeah. the storyline, all that kind of stuff. It will just be. Uh, it will be big match Roman. And the thing yeah. that I think I would. I have more faith in WWE doing the right thing with creative being run by Paul Levesque than creative being run by Vinnie Mac because Vinnie Mac would have 100%. buried Cody yeah. because of the um, AEW yeah. setting up. Yeah. Yes, now it has been reported that, uh, that uh, Paul Triple H is, he has been like, like communicating with Vince and and I, I feel feel like Triple H has been throwing bits and bones. Thus, Omas been on this card here, or or not, or like or 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 some some of some feels of it in there. But it's it it's it's obviously like a a, a Triple H uh, ran show, but it yeah. feels like there's a few sprinkles here. Give him a hell of a cell match. Yeah, yeah, but we're getting the original back. There's some Vinceisms in there. We're getting the great cage back. As long as we're not getting the Punjabi prison match. (laughs) Or a a last ride match. Uh, (laughs) Or a. yeah, there's a fair, there's a few, fair few match types we could go over, but anyway, an inferno um, match. Let's have one yeah, of them. Let's have one of those. Uh, uh, at least it's not a Viagra on a pole match. <laughs> uh, Sorry, that's the wrong Vince. That's the wrong Vince. Yeah, that's the. the but yeah, what anyway, is it? I'm gonna let you Vince go. and stupid match types. Uh, yeah, no. Anyway, I'm gonna let you two go to bed. Thanks for joining me. Um, enjoy oh, yeah. night two. Unfortunately, night two will be on my Monday morning when I'll be at work. So. 
yeah, I'll leave you two to enjoy it. Um, but otherwise, guys, thanks for watching with me. Thanks for thanks for giving us your thoughts and stay safe. And you, thank you guys. And until next time, uh, well, this has been so. It's been Josh down there. Phoebe's been in the middle. Hi, Phoebe. Thanks for yeah. Thanks for joining. And um, yeah, we'll catch you around. We'll <laughs>